We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear one, my soul sibling, my lovely, lovely friend. I'm so honored to be connecting with you here for a little while today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. So I believe we all deserve to be happy, healthy, prosperous, and in love. But if you look around and really pay attention, it seems like a joy-filled, heaven-on-earth life is kind of rare. So why is this? Is it because it's only for the select few, the special or important ones? I don't believe this is the case. I believe it is because most people are living in a disconnected way, disconnected from their own hearts. So how and why does this disconnection happen? As babies and young children, we have wide open hearts, but then life can begin to usher in situations where we don't feel safe, where we don't feel seen or supported, recognized or understood hurts and heartbreaks begin to happen. And a natural consequence is that we start to constrict and shut down. We start to build walls around our hearts in order to protect ourselves from the pain. But the pain does happen. It's part and parcel of this human reality. And as we build these walls, we don't protect ourselves from the pain. We don't lock out the hurt. We lock in the hurt. We lock in the pain. This can numb us out. Our heartbreaks and our walls can numb us out, which makes it hard or impossible to access our feelings, our emotions, and therefore our ability to connect with others and feel connected to all of life. I don't know a human being that hasn't experienced hurt and heartbreak, pain, confusion, and betrayal. But if we don't choose to dissolve our heart walls, if we don't open our hearts, if we don't crack open our hearts, we're going to miss out on our opportunity to experience joy, heaven on earth, connection, love, laughter. It seems to take our conscious participation. So if we have heart walls, we're not able to give love effectively, nor receive love. We start to feel insulated and isolated. We have trapped emotions that inhabit our bodies and our minds and our lives. They can fester and create more pain, malfunction, and eventually disease. They can exact a heavy price on us emotionally and mentally and disconnect us spiritually. So I found it interesting when I um, realized that the heart actually does possess what they call a brain. It's composed of about 40,000 neurons that can sense, feel, learn, and remember. The heart brain sends messages to the head brain about how the body feels. The heart brain is commonly called the intrinsic cardiac nervous system. It's an intricate network of complex ganglia, neurotransmitters, proteins, support cells, the same as those of the brain in the head. It means the heart sends more information to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. So as we erect these walls and these subconscious barriers, the communication from the brain and the heart is blocked. The flow 
of information and our sense of aliveness, wonder, and joy is disconnected. And the thicker this wall is, often the more hurt we experience, the more we reduce our wattage and the less happy we can feel. It's very common, I think, as we get to adulthood that we start looking to things outside of ourselves to fill us up, to fill the hole inside of ourselves and to try to find our happy. We are a materialistic society if you look around and it seems like many worship or most worship the God of more. It's like we want the things, we want the stuff, we want the money, we want the car, we want the career, we want the relationship, thinking it's going to give us that sense of happiness. But if we look deeper into why we want what we think we want, for instance, with money, we think that's power, we think that's freedom. Maybe we want a career for a sense of purpose and contribution and prosperity. Perhaps we want our bodies to look a certain way or feel a certain way so that we can feel vibrantly alive and healthy. But it seems even if we get what we think we want to get our happy, it's still elusive. I don't know about you, but that has happened. Well, if I get this job or if I make this money or if I find a relationship, I'll be happy. But it's um, temporary. It's sort of like building our dream home on a foundation of sand. So we get what we think we want and it feels good for a minute, for a little while, but eventually reality sets in because if we haven't opened our hearts, we cannot feel effectively and um, authentically. So the answer to our happy is not from the outside in. It's not about getting more. It's not about manifesting or um, attracting or um achieving something outside of ourselves, our happy can start to happen as we start to dissolve and melt and crack open our heart. A lot of times when people say they're on the outside, they feel like they're on the outside looking in. I know it's because they have erected walls around their own heart. It's not because life isn't including them or including you. It is because we have positioned ourselves in a way that we are no longer connected to our own hearts, therefore our own souls, and therefore all of life. So again, the answer and solution to finding our happiness and our joy is not out there. It is within ourselves. And we can begin to access our happy as we choose to consciously dissolve and dismantle the walls of protection we have erected. And sometimes life has a way of supporting us with this. Zen has a, a saying that I, I mention often on this, um, on my show here, pain is the universal great awakener. And I also say often, God throws pebbles, stones, bricks, and then you get a brick wall. Often the circumstances of life can usher in extreme challenges and hurts in order to break us open. I don't think life is designed to break us but to break us open. And often the more significant our heart walls are, the bigger the challenges need to be in order to crack us open. I know for sure this was the case for me. I do believe we are meant to live vibrant, healthy lives filled with love and joy. But we need to open our hearts. So... 
say for instance, we're, we're moving along and we realize we're not happy and you haven't experienced that brick wall yet. I don't think we necessarily need to. I think if we have the awareness, you know what? I would like to feel more alive. I would like to open to greater happiness and joy from the inside out. I think that awareness and then setting the intention to open ourselves up more fully to ourselves, our souls, and all of life is enough for this process to begin. I believe when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And I believe if we ask, we are setting up the dynamic to be able to receive. So some of the advantages and benefits and bonuses of choosing to open our hearts is opening to that relationship with that something greater. You know, life has been working for over 13 billion years. We can start to open to the flow and the connection and the support and relationship with that same energy that moves the planets around the sun and takes care of the seasons and turns embryos into babies and is responsible for the creation of all of animals and nature and life and holds the stars in their places. We can say, you know what, I want to open more fully to the flow and experience connection and relationship with all of life. And then we may realize I have a lot of hurts within. I have a lot of unshed tears. I have a lot of anger that I need to process and let go. One of the things that uh, supported me in this process was simply choosing to say yes to melting the walls around my heart. A simple process that we can do is um, meditation. And uh, it's, it's free. It just takes a little time. It takes some energy. It takes some intention. It takes a little bit of effort. And I say all the time, it's not like it takes an hour a day. It doesn't need to take that. But if you'll spend five minutes a day, this will be enough to open up the doors to your heart and the process of healing in your own life. So what I like to recommend as a simple meditation is simply choosing to sit down with the intention of clearing and healing and opening your heart and imagining, if you will, the energy from your mind simply dropping down gently into the area of your heart space. If you're kinesthetic, maybe you can feel your heart beating. If you're visual, perhaps you see a color or an image or a shape that can represent your heart. And just start to have a conversation with it. You can say, I know you've experienced some hurt, and now I would love to be able to hold space for you to crack open so that we can dismantle these walls and simply just hold space. Be present with the beating of your heart. You may feel tears start to come up. Perhaps there will be emotions that start to arise. And this is okay. It's actually important. It's good. You know, as I started to open my heart, I felt like I opened um, the gateway or the floodgates to a lot of tears. So if we get to adulthood and we've experienced a lot of hurt and heartbreak and we have not allowed ourselves to shed those tears, it's kind of like they're energetically locked up inside of ourselves. And to clear and to heal, we often 
need to allow ourselves and give permission to ourselves to cry those unshed tears. I feel like that's a lot of my work as a counselor, just to hold space for people to feel and express and purge their unprocessed, undigested emotions. I um, felt like I was pretty locked up with my emotions and my teacher suggested a simple technique that I, I often recommend to others. And I will to you if you feel like, well, yeah, I probably have a lot of tears and I don't know how to let them up. I don't know how to get this party started. I don't know how to let them out. A simple way is to get some onions. You know how onions can make your eyes start to water. And if you give yourself permission, that can really um, start this engine and start the process and allow those tears to come up and out. Perhaps initially they're just um, from the onions, but often it can provoke some emotion and bring up some memories. I did a... um, a kind of a process, a a, um, a very intentional healing process where I got some warm cloth and I cut up the onions and I created a poultice and I just lit a candle and I said, my intention is to let go of and heal any of the um, pain that I can purge and release the tears that I've had locked up and blocked inside of me. And it started the process and it became very authentic very quickly. It was like riding a wave. Certain memories came up, certain images came up within me. And I saw myself as a young girl experiencing some of the memories that I found so confounding and so confusing as a child. And um, after I was done and the process seemed to... um, come to completion um, in a very natural way. And so when I was done, I felt utterly exhausted, but also somewhat liberated. It was like a big shell had popped off me and I felt pretty raw. I felt pretty vulnerable, but I also felt a little clearer and cleaner inside. And this, you know, it's not a one shot deal. After that, I'd kind of gave myself energetic permission. And I would suggest and invite this for you as well, if you haven't done so already, is to, when you feel sadness, to allow the tears to come up and out. I don't know if this is true for you, but I would squash them down. Like if I was in a movie and felt tears at the back of my eyes, I would not allow them to come up and out for probably about 15 years. And I thought myself pretty strong. I felt felt pretty stoic, but, um, it, it, it's not authentic strength. Our, our authentic strength comes from allowing ourselves to feel our feelings, not coming from that, um, mind place, but that heart place. Again, I think we experience disconnection, hurt and heartbreak as we stop allowing ourselves the process of our feelings. So, to become conscious and aware of this and say, you know what, I am going to allow myself to feel my feelings, whether it be sadness or grief or anger. And it can be scary at first. It can be confusing, but I don't know any other way to heal or to start to engage with life, to start to be able to experience our joy. Because as we pinch off to one end of our emotional spectrum, which is trying to avoid things that hurt, anger, sadness, those kinds of feelings that aren't pleasant, we pinch off on the other end to our ability to experience and feel happiness, bliss, peace, and joy, which is our 
authentic nature. But we live on a planet of duality, good, bad, right, wrong, this, that, black, white, left, right. But above this reality of duality is a reality of unity. The qualities of this place and space is peace, love, joy, bliss, compassion, kindness, softness, sweetness. If we want more of those qualities, it's like we have to give ourselves permission to experience and feel all of the um, palette, all of this uh, spectrum of emotion here on planet Earth. Don't think we incarnated as spiritual beings having this human experience to only experience the goodness. If that was the case, we wouldn't have come here, right? So as we allow ourselves to have this human experience, both ends of the spectrum, to really, really feel, we can start to open up to more of our spiritual nature and bring more heaven to earth, experience more goodness, grace, God wings, support, joy, ease, peace and celebration. And it doesn't mean that we won't feel. It doesn't mean that there won't be days of sadness or situations where we experience hurt and heartbreak, but we give ourselves permission to be fully human and fully spiritual, to be souls, but also have compassion for this human experience. I don't know one person that hasn't experienced intense hurt and heartbreak. I don't know one person that doesn't deserve compassion. And often the more person needs it, the harder it is to see it because they can be so unkind because it, they can um, come across as being selfish and maybe arrogant and very ego-based. Often the more a person needs it, the less it um, is natural to give it to them because they're so disconnected from their own heart. You know, I um, had an experience witnessing a couple of people transition from this life and it was, it was so fascinating. A very, very good friend of mine who had, uh, he was kind of an uncle to me as he got sick. It was like his heart opened wider and wider and wider. We had so many incredible, beautiful conversations and we laughed and it was, it was such an exquisite um, chapter for both of us, I think. And then um, I had another friend, he was my, um, actually my um, husband's father. As he approached the end of his life, he constricted more and more and more. I think when we're afraid or when we experience things that we feel are out of control, we have a choice. We can contract or we can expand. I often say we do live in a planet of free will and choice, but I think what that choice boils down to is do we open our hearts or do we shut them down? Do we feel our feelings or do we deny and um, move away from them? Do we say yes to love and life or are we saying I'm going to continue to choose fear and disconnection? I think that's what the choice boils down to. Do you want to say yes to courage? Do you want to say yes to living a life of love? Do you want to say 
yes to opening your heart. And again, it's not necessarily easy. It's not necessarily natural. It's opening a Pandora's box and, and we are no longer in control. I've heard it said and believe it's true that control is actually the master addiction, but control is also an illusion. So if we want to stay in that posture and place of being in the driver's seat and control of our life, we are going to prevent our connection to that something greater. We are shutting ourselves off to the opportunity um, for divine support and synchronicity, God winks, guidance and clarity. And I know I wanted to stay in that driver's seat, but it got to the point where my life was unworkable. And so I chose to surrender. I chose to open my heart. And I'm so very grateful for the challenges that piled up on top of me until that brick wall fell and broke me open, shattered me into a million pieces. And what I thought was the very worst thing that could happen in my life was actually in retrospect, the very best thing that could happen in my life. Today I live with a wide open heart and it's so interesting because it's so easy for me to see now who is living with the walls around their heart and who um, have who has opened their hearts, have done this work to become more engaged with life and a more love based being. And I think that's what awakening is. I think that's what true empowerment is. It's waking up to our divine nature. It's opening and living from our hearts and our connection and that ability and um, experience of having that cosmic love affair, that relationship to that something greater. Another benefit and bonus from living from this high vibrational love-based state is that we seem to attract the things that we thought we wanted to be happy, but no longer are we needing anything from the outside in, but we're attracting it from the inside out because we are such a high vibrational, happy, joyful, love-based being. That is really the secret of manifesting from the inside out. Water finds its own level. And as we increase our vibration and live a more authentic, love-based, empowered, joy-filled experience, not because of the out there, but because of the in here, like Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within. As we take responsibility for our inner realities, we open our hearts wide, we awaken, we raise our vibration, we start to become um, more like our elder brother, Jesus, who was um, really a mystic and a, a teacher of great love. When he said, the kingdom of heaven is within and these things and greater will you do. He was pointing us inward to opening our hearts. He was pointing us upward to our relationship with that something greater in the divine. And as I have taken responsibility to actually do this, the reflection that is my life has um, mir miraculously transformed. Um, I feel like I am living um, a heaven on earth and garden of Eden life. I am astonished by the beauty that is the reflection of my life. And I'm so grateful for my own dark night of the soul. I'm so grateful for those things that I thought were so horrible that they really inspired me to turn inward.
to turn upward. And that is my intention now is to support you and as, as many people as I can or that are ready to opening their own hearts, to opening their minds to that connection to their own soul and that something greater. Because what I know for sure is and what I can promise you is God adores you and he wants to be in relationship with you. Father, Mother, God, Lord of all creation wants to bless you with all that would bring you the greatest of joy. But we can't really know what that is. Course of Miracles will say the problem is you don't know what it is that would make you happy. What we need to do is simply open our hearts and then allow life to bless us, gift us, usher us on this path. We didn't come here to know everything. We came here to learn, to grow, to be surprised, to be gifted. But we need to relinquish control. We need to open our hearts so that we can be available for the mystery, for the blessing, for the relationship with God, with grace. So if I have helped open your mind to the possibility to opening your heart, that would be my greatest honor and pleasure and privilege and intention. And if there's anything I can do to support you, just know that, uh, oh gosh, that would be an incredible blessing in my life. I feel like I've gone through some challenges and some difficult terrain and I've gotten to the other side. And now my hope and desire is to be able to support people and also um, making this journey for and within themselves. If you have any thoughts or questions, if you have any um desire for some support, a guided meditation, I would love to be in touch with you. If you go to uh, Facebook, you just search Journey to Center or my name, Tammy Balashevsky. Go to my website, Tammy B PhD, T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D.com and just be in touch. Let me know what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're doing. If you'd like the gift of a guided meditation, know that would be my greatest honor. You are in my heart and my prayers. I'm sending you blessings of grace, ease, God winks, open your heart wide and experience a life of great love. Take good, gentle care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Thank you.